Well, to those of you who are guests, my name is Quentin Anderson. It's my privilege to serve as a campus pastor here at Concordia, so I'm glad that you could be with us today. For those of you who are standing, we do have about 15 or so seats right up here up front and some other places where you can fill in, so feel free to come on up. I'm going to go ahead and start us in a word of prayer, and, and that could be cover for you. All right, let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes in prayer. Father, we thank you that you have uh, gathered us here today. We come together in order to give you praise and to call upon your name with prayer. Uh, but you've gathered us here, too, so that you could proclaim your word to us and remind us of the grace that you have given us in your Son, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for that. We pray that you would be with us in our time in the study of your word. In your name we pray. Amen. No takers. They're still empty. All right. Uh, so I have a question for you. You ever feel like uh, you're just kind of in survival mode? <laughs> Maybe trying to keep your head above water? I know the phrase, uh, keep your chin up, is kind of one to, to give a, an indication of, uh, of kind of not bowing your head into feet. But for me, sometimes I wonder if the phrase really is more uh, directly kind of describing the fact that I just need to try to keep treading water to stay afloat of all the pressures that are going on in my life. Uh, my brother-in-law, he has a, a, a more interesting way that he says this when he speaks to his daughter. He says to her often, chin up, buttercup. And that kind of goes along with another phrase that I enjoy that uh, kind of goes in line with this. Don't trip, corn chip. <laughs> I, I think it's those kinds of phrases that we have in, in, in our mindset because of what the culture creates for us around us. It builds in this sense of, of the power of, of optimism. And so we say things in the midst of all sorts of difficulties like, it'll be okay, don't worry, it'll all work out. But sometimes there are situations and circumstances where I think when we look at it, those phrases just don't cut it. When we look at those and we realize that they often are simply cliches or empty platitudes, because we understand and we realize that they undermine the seriousness of the problem. They undermine the difficulty of the circumstances. So these words and these mindsets are just inefficient for so much of what we might experience in life, in this world. I have a friend uh, whom I met in just the early months of, of being a pastor in Colorado. He and his family had experienced some pretty terrible sorrows and trials in recent years. And I won't give you the details, but I just want to let you know that it's enough that it made for a feature story on 2020. After Bible class one day, he pulled me aside to share some encouragement and his appreciation for what the church had been for them. You see, in the early days and the months of all that they had experienced, they had been a part of a church that had created for them a pressure for them to feel like they had to put on a happy face. That they always needed to demonstrate that in the midst of these things, they had the joy of Jesus. He said, but at times, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm hurt. I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. And I remember he said, Pastor, here, it doesn't matter how I feel. When I enter in, I know that I will be strengthened in my faith by the Word of God. Now, I don't think there's anything magical about that congregation. Other than the simple fact 
of work in being faithful to the full counsel of the Word of God. You see, in the midst of all that we see in this world and experience in this life, we have things like Psalm 121. I just want to read Psalm 121 and put that before us today. The psalmist writes this, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He will, who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. You see, the psalmist would put before us the fact that he doesn't want to say things like chin up, but rather look up, lift up your eyes. You see, he does so because he wants to develop for us the fact that he wants to, to show us a mighty creator, the one who spoke all of creation into existence is also a deliverer. And that he is a deliverer that is always close at hand. Now as we search through the word of God, we see that things that are confirmed in our own experiences. That his thoughts are not our thoughts. That his ways are not our ways. And so we may not always know or understand or see the what's, the how's, the why's in the midst of circumstances and what is yet to come. But we hear what Paul said in Acts 17. Yet he is not far off from each of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. We have a God unlike any other. Unlike anything else in all of existence. And so as we take a look at the, the details of this psalm, listen to the, again to the words that are said. That he will not let your foot be moved. That is, that he'll be your help in the midst of trouble and helplessness. That he does not slumber or sleep. In the midst of our weariness, he is a God who needs no sleep and needs no slumber and does not grow tired or weary. That he is our keeper, our guardian. That he is, if I'm going to go a little western, he is our shade in high noon. That he provides us guidance and guardianship and protection in the midst of all things. That he guards and he protects and he keeps. And the psalmist says it again and again. He keeps, he keeps, he keeps. This is exactly what Christ came to proclaim, reiterate, and accomplish. As we hear the very words of Jesus who says things like, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give to them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one can take them from my hands. He promises that he will be shepherd and guardian of all who trust themselves to him. And as we think about all of those things and we look at the experiences we have in this life, in this world, we may wonder, how can we be certain of how close he is? 
And we look at the fact that we have a God who did not stay in the midst of the heavens, but came down in human flesh and blood to walk amongst the people in order that he may give the promise that even as he ascended up to heaven, he would never leave us nor forsake us and sends his spirit to be in us and with us and amongst us. We may ask the question, well, how do we know what what the limits are to his love? And he points us to the cross where his arms were outstretched and the very giving of his own life on our behalf to show that there indeed is no limit to the love that he has for us. Yes, but what about, what about the limits of his power? Just three days later, he rises from death, being laid in a tomb, risen to life, to show that the grave itself That death itself has no power over him. There are no limits to his power. You see, I think when we look through this, our life in this world, as we struggle with all of the things that we might experience, the psalmist would recall to us that that our life in this world are simply a, a traveling, a sojourning in life. And while we may put things as far as trials and and difficult circumstances upon this spectrum in human experience of what might be worse or more difficult than another, that in the midst of that difficulty, there is no evaluation of what is worse or better, but simply the need for deliverance. So whether you've buried a child, fighting with cancer, whether you are drowning in papers and homework. If you are dealing with the difficulty of the final farewell to a father or to a mother, to a husband or to a wife, if it's the unending stack of grading, if it's for the pressures continuing to push in, the deadlines that are always piling up, if it's for that feeling of overwhelming situation of a decision to be made with regards to college, if it's parents and you're, you're wondering about the worry of sending your child as an adult into the midst of this world, mortgage payments, job security, season-ending injuries, feeling like there's no way out, that you can't go on, whether it's shame or roommate issues or broken friendships, the psalmist wants to make very clear to us in the midst of all things, not to say, chin up but look up lift up your eyes because we have a God who is not far off see the psalmist wants to teach us a dependence on the Lord in the midst of a hostile world the psalmist wants to give us a psalm a prayer a song I lift my eyes up, you guys know this, up to the mountains. I don't. Where does my help come from? Sing with me. My help comes from you, maker of heaven, creator of the earth. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, we do look to you. 
in the midst of all things that we might experience in this world. Because you have made it abundantly clear that you are not far off. And while we don't understand always the whys or the whats or the whens with regards to difficult situations and circumstances that we may face, we hear your word of promise. We see it demonstrated in action in the loving grace and mercy shown in your Son, Jesus Christ. And so we look to you for deliverance in all things and in all circumstances. In the name of Christ, amen. I want to invite you to stand. And uh, before we continue with our final song, uh, you know, it's been a history for God to have individuals proclaim a blessing upon his people. And we've done typically a blessing that we've seen and it's from the Old Testament, but for today I want to speak a blessing from the end of this psalm today. It's a blessing that's often spoken in the midst of the rite of, of Christian baptism in order to proclaim the promise that God has made, and so I want to speak it upon all of you today. The Lord keep your going and your, coming, your coming and your going out from this time forth and forevermore. Amen.